When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nobody can stop this. Welcome, welcome back to another great episode of the Only One Ravens podcast. I'm your host here, King Pope. I got my co-host, Mr. JB, here with me. What up, world? All right, guys. So we played Thursday night. Uh, we're here on Monday. We gave you guys a couple days break to digest what we seen on Thursday. Um, I had a, I had a good chance to digest what I seen on Thursday. I know JB did. Um, it was a victory. Over the Cincinnati Bengals, score was thirty-four to twenty. Um, it was some ups and downs in this game. Uh, we lost a major key factor to our offense and Mark Andrews. Uh, it's tough to see him go down like that. Uh, my prayers out to Mark Andrews. Hopefully, he has a speedy recovery, but he will not be with us for the rest of the year, as everybody knows. Um, so it was tough to see him go down like that, man. Uh, JB, uh, I don't know if you want to get into the Mark Andrews situation and talk about that. And then once we go into that, I need to get into this defense because we got some issues. So if uh, you want to start with Mark Andrews, that's cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll work. That'll work. All right. So uh, like P said, um, you know, our heart is with Mark Andrews. Um, hope he gets a speedy recovery. Um, I know I, I, I watched the, um, the press conference today, and Harbaugh said that the injury, although it was serious, it wasn't, it is not as serious as they originally hoped. I mean, as originally thought. So maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe the tail end of the playoffs, depending on how we, um, how we go um, into the postseason, but yeah, you uh, you, you never want to see the guy get hurt, and you know, um, you know, I was gonna start the show off by saying I needed to keep the same energy from 
the previous um the, the previous episodes but i'm gonna get to that um but in sticking with the same energy like i i, I do want to um say um my hearts and prayers are out to joe burrow as well um you know, like he he went down with a significant injury a season and an injury um with his hand um and you, you never want to see guys get hurt no matter what team they play on uh and so my uh, my thoughts and prayers for a speedy recovery for that guy too um i know a lot of people were talking about how um uh logan wilson um um probably a dirty player and you know with the injury to mark andrews i believe he also had um a tackle on um lamar jackson which shook him up and i believe it was it was somebody else i, I can't remember um, but it was three different guys that logan wilson had tackled um guys were saying you know all around saying that he was a dirty player it was a dirty play um i don't think it was um well, first let me say this. I don't I don't think he's a dirty player, one. And I don't think it was a dirty play. Um, I think with all the rules now with how you can tackle and where, you know, the the whole tackle zone is, I th- I think it's hard to try to figure figure that out. Um I, I did go back and watch some film. I, I watched the whole game because I, I was uh actually at that game. So um I just um just did some um some some film watching and, and I was watching and a lot of those guys were you know on that Bengals defense was tackling that way or um you know they, they was kind of tackling around the waist sliding down the waist and kind of like driving the, the the ball carrier into the ground so um to me that's not really a, a, a illegal hit it's not really a dirty play but again you know um I think the NFL has to um, probably step in and you know this is just another thing like on the NFL's plate that we have to deal with um, just to tackle it like like because you know in, in my opinion you can't hit anybody you can't hit anybody on the offense anymore so you might as well put flags on at this point but um, yeah I, I just, you know it's tough to see a guy like Mark Andrews go down um, but the, the way I was looking at it next man up right so you have Isaiah likely who was in the game um, both before and after the Mark, Andrew, Mark Andrews injury um, and he looked like he was good to go um, he was blocking downfield um, the actually the tip pass actually went to Nelson Aguilar that was um, slighted for, for him to catch so I'm excited about um, this receiving core. Isaiah Lockley <clears throat> get some extra touches in um, because of, uh, we no longer have Mark Andrews. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I think you're going to see, you're going to have to see Lamar Jackson um, figure it out with the rest of his receiving core. So, yeah, P, like how you how you feel about everything? Okay, so the hip drop tackle. Uh, I mean, man, it's been an old, it's been in football games for a long time. I mean, if you look at it, you might look at it and say, "Oh man, that's dirty." I felt like that was a dirty play. Um, I mean, if you're a fan of the team, of course you're gonna feel like it's a dirty play to your player. If your guy does it, you're gonna feel like your guy didn't intentionally do it. So. 
I mean, it's a win-win-lose situation. You know what I'm saying? It's just tough to see Mark go out like that because Mark's a tough cat, and Mark's and Mark is he is a Raven. And I mean, like he he identifies what you want in a Raven. Like he's been a dog since he's been here. He's been a great tight end since he's been here. So you're not going to be able to replace Mark Andrews. You're just not. Like the ability, the things that he do on the field, the way he know how to. And 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 the, and the crazy thing is, Mark is not your fastest guy. But he's so savvy. He knows how to get open, and he knows how to make plays across the middle. And he's just dominant. Whereas though he just, he's just a dominant piece, and you're gonna miss that. And it's, I, I just think today, I was there likely you gotta grow up. I'm gonna just be honest, keep it a buck. Like I'm calling you out. You gotta grow up. It's time for you to grow up. It's time for you to become the player that you're supposed to be. I mean, last year you made some great plays when Mark was when Mark was out, but this is a total different situation, my guy. This is this is you have to carry the load of what Mark Andrews was doing out there as as being the number uh-huh. one tight as being the number one tight end. You gotta be you gotta be that guy now to be able to give Lamar the security blanket that he needs in his tight end. Not saying that Lamar has to totally focus all his energy on you, but you need to be the best player that you can be for the team. You need to step into this role as if you're the guy, and you got to play like that. So uh, I know I can tell looking at, at, at Isaiah Likely, his confidence is, is down, it's low, but whatever he got to do to figure it out, he's got to get his confidence back. Um, he's got to put the work in. Um, to me, he needs to be, if I'm Isaiah Likely, and I know the situation happened and went down with Mark. Um, I not only I'm in a, I am spending extra time with Lamar after practice to get things right, and then at the same time too, I'm in Mark's ear too, you know, talking to Mark, trying to figure out things to be better too to support the team. Because not only that, when you go to Mark Andrews and you want to talk to him about what you you know to get some advice and get help to get better. Mark's gonna give you that advice. Mark's gonna be there for you. He's gonna walk with you hand in hand, but you gotta want it too. So I feel like this is a, a huge opportunity for Isaiah Likely to step up and, and grow up. You know what I mean? So we're gonna find out who Isaiah Likely is. If he don't take this challenge on and and, and take it, you know, and go for it. I'm going to have some true questions about Isaiah Likely at this point. So I kind of want to see him really grow up and, 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 and take, and take the bull by the horn and, and, and run with this. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I'm not sitting here saying that Isaiah Likely is going to be Mark Andrews. Cause you just can't replace him. Um, at all. It's just no way to replace Mark at all. Um, but I mean, like I said, I'm not sitting here saying Logan is dirty. I'm not going to sit here and say that. I think the tackle itself, I think it's a horrible tackle. I think the NFL might have to, I don't know, it's hard to, it's hard to say the NFL how to try to clean it up because I'm going to be honest with you, JB, it's getting to the point, it's getting to the point, we're going to be playing tag football out there. Like, yeah, that's what I said. You might as well put some flags on them and play flag football. Like, you, yes. you, you, you can't hit them high. You can't hit them low. You gotta, um, you gotta have a perfect um, tackle around the waist. 
And then, you know, when you have guys like like a Mark Andrews or Derrick Henry, where even if you wrap up around the waist, like they, they still like they big dudes, so they still gonna drag you for another five, ten yards. So like so so how do you get them down? You, you know what I mean? Like like even even if you you know what I mean. So what I used to do was grab the waist. I mean same thing, like slide down the legs, but I I would I would pick your legs up off the ground so you so you can stop running and 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 you know what I mean so like if if the NFL was taking all of that away how are these guys supposed to tackle like that's the like that's the question yeah I don't I don't know man I'm gonna be honest with you this is a touchy subject where though I don't know how much more the NFL can do to be honest with you and you know it, it's sad because man that it happened in the Florida State game this past weekend too yeah. to the yeah. quarterback for Florida State, same type of tackle, and he 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 broke his ankle. So, and even even with Lamar, like he, he kind of did a similar thing to Lamar um, on the sideline, and, and Lamar Logan, reached for and it was his Logan ankle. again. It was yeah, Logan it was Logan again. again. And it was it was it was a third guy that he tackled on a race. I, I can't remember like everything. Like it was so crazy. Um, down there. I mean, I but, I don't know what you do with this situation. I'm going to be honest with you because I just, it's hard. It's hard, bro, because you're, you're going full speed and these guys are trying to make plays. Those plays like that are really hard. I mean, I get I get the plays like they finally took the horse collar one where you tackle them from the horse collar. I get that. You can clean that up. You get what I'm saying? But this hip drop one, <sighs> I, did, I don't know. I don't know how you take this without the game. I'm be honest with you. I don't know because it's a part of football. Yeah. Sad to say, yeah. it's a part of football. And I just think yeah. that he, that's a play that you really can't – you can't really say, oh, we got to take this out. It's, it's, it's too hard. Yeah, it's point, too hard. What, at this point, you might as well say when the guy – when the guy running around the corner, just touch him, and that's it. Yeah, just go ahead, two two hand touch. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah, like real quick, and and I and I I know that the two plays are different, but if you look at um Sunday Night Football, the the, the Bills and the Jets, and when uh Sauce Gardner um uh, uh suplex uh Stephon Diggs, right now I, I believe it was a, it was a penalty because it was after the whistle, but that. In football, that that is a totally total legally legal play. You understand what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, how, how, like, how can officials or who, who the NFL? You know, a lot of these guys never played ball before, or they did. It was a, in a different era. So, like, how do you how do you police it right now? Where you know, like every guy on the field, like all twenty two guys on the field, are fast, are quick, you know, are um, extra big, pause. But like, how like how do you how do you how do you regulate something like? Yeah, I don't. I I I don't see how you do regulate this, man. I just think that this is a part of football, and this is a part that we gotta live with. Um, and it's super tough, and it's sad at the same time because I seen this when I seen a play on the Florida State guy, I man. I was just like, God 
And then uh, and 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 then the, the crazy part too for me was when I seen the one on the Florida State guy, it kind of pissed me off with the player a little bit that did it because I'm like, dang, dude, like, bro, like, <sighs> it's a small school, like, and you just like, man, you guys ain't got a chance, so like. You in your mindset, you thinking like, yeah, you just did it on purpose. But at the same time, I'm sitting there like, yeah, I mean, it's a part of the game. But like, bro, at that moment, my mindset, I'm thinking to myself, like, man, if I'm Florida State, if I'm still a Florida State player, I'm blowing you niggas out. I'm scoring so many points on this team. Like, okay, this is how we want to play. Like, I was I was pissed off for them at that point. And I'm glad Florida State did put 50 on their head. Cause at that point, it's like, dog, you took that starting quarterback away from them. So now it's like their bold chances are just going to the national championship, that thing just went out the window. But you know what I mean? At that moment, I'm just like, I'm putting 50, I'm trying to put 50, 60 on your head just for that. And they kind of did. They put 51 points on, so I was like, yeah. Because me, if I was on the sideline, that was my quarterback in that joint, just got hurt like that. I'm looking at my teammates like, bro, like, Shorty did this. I'm a little pissed off. Man, we dropping 60 on these boys tonight, boy, because that just <laughs> pissed me. You know what I'm saying? Like, at yeah. the moment a player, you like, you kind of pissed off. Like, bro, you did that on purpose to my guy. Like, right. it just kind of like, I mean, I, you look at it different yeah. angles. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, man, I'm trying to put 60 on y'all just for that. Like, and I'm glad I'm kind of glad that they stood up and did that that way. Like they kind of did take it personally and put the and just blew them out. You know what I mean? But it's still the same. Factor man, it's just like dang, bro, sure he done. Yeah. He done. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean, but like I so, said, I don't know. I don't know if you can regulate that, bro. I just I, yeah. I don't think you so, can. Right. So speaking of of regulating, I, I said that I was gonna come on on this episode and keep the same energy that I had the um two previous episodes when I was um going at the refs and you know talk about officiating. Um this past game, like that Thursday night game, was horrible, horrible officiating again. And uh people got to see it on a national um scale. Um being that that was the only game on that night. So uh the next day, it was so many guys, local media, national media, that were just talking about the officiating. You know, it, it was so many missed calls, so many blown calls on on both sides. Like the the um, so like the, the Bengals fans um, this week or uh, after Thursday game that that were um, talking about the, um, the 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 officiating and how the referees cheated. I don't think the referees cheated, but I I I definitely do believe that it was some poor um officiating. And and for you know for the Ravens to be involved in a poor officiated game, you know, like days apart, like that's something else that the NFL has to um look into. Like I, I like I understand that the um that the the officiating crew, you know, right now this year, like the past couple of years, actually, you've had a, a, a lot of new faces, right? And, and I understand that they have to learn the game, the speed of the game is probably a little bit faster than what they may be used to. But guys, you like you, you got to come on, like you like you really got to pick it up, like just like is room for improvement every week. With a uh, with a player, whether it's a quarterback, whether it's a running back, receiver, safety, linebacker, whatever, is room for improvement each week with the officiating crew, and they they got to get together. Yeah, I mean, 
it's been bad. <clears throat> it's been bad officiating all season long. Um, it's just been bad all year long. I mean, I'm just see. I'm trying to think of one of the calls Thursday night where I was just like, "What?" Oh, the Odell Beckham hold. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, like yeah, that was crazy. Like, come on, bro. Like, that was not whole. And then I'm listening to 1057 fan and um, I think it's the morning crew and and Jeremy was talking about how that was not a hole, and and uh, Rob was Rob Long was trying to say there was a hole, and I'm just saying to myself like Rob, like, did you watch the what play? Are you, right. Did what you, are you literally like? Did you literally replay and watch the play? Because like, dog, that was not holding. Like, what did you see? I mean, like, it's no way you cannot watch with your own two eyes and see that that was not holding. Like, that was a bad call. It was a bad flag. You know what I mean? Like, period. You know what I mean? So it's like the officiating has been the worst that I've ever seen. You know what it's been like? It's been like the year where uh, with the officiators, they, they, they did a lockout and they had the backup officials in. This is this is this is the year. This is the same way these officials are right now. They're just like those guys. Right. Uh, they're the backups, and they've just been horrible this year. Horrible. And and and, and, you, and you know what, Pete? Like my thing is, the, the the officiating is horrible, and then the NFL comes out on a Monday or a Tuesday, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, these officials got that play wrong or this call wrong," and I'm like. That don't do anybody any favors to come out after the fact and say <clears throat> that yeah, like the the official messed up, they should have blown a whistle or they shouldn't have blown a whistle. Like that does absolutely nothing. That it doesn't validate anything or any like nothing. Like so, so what's the point, NFL? <laughs> you coming out days late? Like and NBA does the same thing too. Like if it was a huge blown call, like on LeBron James or or, or Draymond Green or, or something crazy like that, then oh, NBA come out and say, oh yeah, well it should have been a foul or it shouldn't have been a foul call or whatever. Like I, I just I, I want I want all these professional leagues to get together and and just figure it out. Like you can no longer hire guys <laughs> right off the street or in a grocery store. You know, like these guys have to put in some work. So I, I don't know to, where you can I go ahead. Baby, I got the perfect fix. You know what I mean? I listen. <laughs> What's listen that? I'm be honest with you. The NFL can hire me, and I can fix this perfectly for you with the officials. Because my fix is, you find the shit out their asses. Their asses be, like like the same way. Let's just keep it real, and let's just be honest with it. The same way the NFL, when those players go out there and they make plays and, you know, it's a hit or something like that, and they get a 15-yard flag for it, boom, you hit them with the flag or whatever, and then as the week go, the game over and during the week or a week or two go by, you send them a fine for 15K, 20K. Oh, you got, you got fined for this because this was a hit. Well, guess what? Same way the NFL. I'm finding the ref. Oh, I'm finding you because this is a bad call. This is a bad, this is egregious. You need to go back in the rule book and learn to play. You got to start finding because I'm going to be honest with you, they have no consequence. They are the alpha and omega out there. They make the rules. And that's too much power for them on the field. They control mm-hmm. the game. They cannot be in control of the game like this. They have to have consequences. They don't have any consequences. And that's where the league is messed up or everywhere. 
the referees have to have a consequence. So if you make bad calls and they agree just like that, I'm sorry. You're catching a fine. I'm fine. And I get it. You ain't got to find them like you find a player in the NFL because they don't make money like that. But you got to find them in the parameters of money that's going to hit their pocket. Like, okay, yeah, I got to get this right. You know what I mean? I got to go back into my rule books and make sure I get this right. They have no consequence. They make a bad call. Okay, they move on. Years ago, the Minnesota and the Saints game with the, uh, mm-hmm. the play DB, yeah. That, yeah, that, the DB. That, took, that took them out of the freaking Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Literally. So that's how bad it was. So and yeah. they got and nothing. And then they come back. And then they come back later. Yeah. Then they come back later and say, "Oh yeah, that was a blown call that they missed." Right. So the, so what they'll do is now. So this is what they're doing now with the officiating crews. If the official crews are are having bad, like if they're not officiating well or whatever, then they won't get playoff games or something, like, something like that, or they won't be in certain games, or they won't get the Super Bowl. Or, I don't care about that. They need to be fine. You got to hit them where it hurts them too. You get what I'm saying? Because when you start finding the players, some of them like, okay, look, man, I can't afford to keep taking this, 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 these fines, bro. This is hurting my pockets. So they got to fix their game. The same way with the officials. You got to find their answers. I don't know if it's a thousand, two thousand, whatever. You have to find them to make them understand. Listen, we're not going to tolerate. You making these horrible calls. Fix it, clean it up. But they don't do that. They do not do that. And that to me, that's my clean fix because I'm gonna tell you right now, anytime you start hitting somebody in the pockets, boy, whew, what they do, they get right. They get right. So yeah, I'm saying you yeah. gotta find it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's the best way to get it right. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I would go as far as finding them, but I I I mean I totally agree. Like they 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 have to be, um, for lack of a better word, punished, uh, so to speak. Like I yes. I would I would yeah I would I would sit them out a game or two. You, you, you know what I mean? That's um, just, that's just like fun because yeah. they're not getting yeah. paid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's a different it's difference in the, in the wording because it's like if if you you, you finding a guy for essentially um, doing something on on purpose or it, it gets to the point where it's like, okay, we, we have to figure out whether it, like, it's, it's usually a safety thing like when it comes to the NFL, right? When it's, when it's the players involved, right? It's a safety thing. So like if, if, if there was, if there wasn't a, uh, um, a penalty called where a player, um, just take for instance the uh, Logan Wilson, right? If, if a lot of people deem that, um, like if it in fact was a dirty play, like it's it's a lot of dirty guys around the league. So um, if 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 an official kind of let that dirty player be dirty, then yeah, I, I would see the, um, finding the official as well. But I, I just think that if 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 you sit them ga- if you sit them down a game or two or a week or two or for or for like a month. Where they don't look like you're still hitting their pockets, man, it's it's hurting them. Then maybe they will tighten up. Like or like if it gets to the point like where like the the same officiating crew or person in on that officiating crew is missing the same calls over and over, then maybe like maybe treat them like um 
and treat them like baseball or something, like send them down to the minor leagues where they're not making that much money and, you know, like all the pressure is not on them. Like I mean, some, something has to be done. Or you can do it like when you get, you can do it like when you're driving your car and the police pull you over and you keep getting tickets, you keep getting tickets. Eventually, you get your points and guess what? You go through the point system and, and when you go through your point system, it get to a point where so they take your license away you know what I mean? You got to sit out for a couple months and you got to go retrain. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. How to drive again. And then come back. And then once you get yourself together, then you can go back out there. I mean, they could do they could do a system like that too. Whereas though they have like a point system for the referees. Whereas though, you know what I mean? Once they hit a threshold, they take them out and they say, listen, you need to be retrained. We're going to take you down. You're going to have to sit down for a while and get retrained and do this or whatever. Go you uh, like like you said a minor league or whatever we're gonna retrain you all over again and start back over again because you reached the threshold of your points. Yeah, they can do yeah. something like the, that too. Yeah, either yeah. Way, the, the, they need either way something. They need yeah, consequences. Right, I agree. The, the crazy part about that is they get training before every season. Just like when the players are doing their OTAs and and all of that, the the officiating crews are doing the exact same thing. Like they like they like they're doing their training. So my question, like I guess the real question would be is how how much are they improving as an as an official? You know what I mean? Like we like we, we are able to track um the improvement of a Lamar Jackson or an improvement of a Patrick Queen. We're not able to track the improvement of an officiating crew. But they do, you know what I mean? they do track the officiating crew because they had the head of they had a head of the referees and they right. track them. And they have they have um I think they have surveys that they do on these referees where so they can rate them and do all that. They do have that. That is okay. the process. The problem is this is the problem, right? The officiating they get the new rules at the beginning of the season, just like the that's players it. do. Yep, the officiators, they come and they talk to teams. And they, tell, yep. they tell the teams about the new rules, right? So then, boom, the team goes in and they apply the rules to their players and they go through the rules and the players go through this and they and they prepare for the season with these rules, right? Okay. So the officiator does the same thing. So this is my thing. When the players get it wrong, you discipline them. When the officials get it wrong, you right. don't discipline them. Right. So it's not a fair street. I'm riding on the street where it's unfair. I'm getting in trouble, but he's not getting in trouble. It's unfair. You have to do the same that you do to the players. You have to do the same to the officials. That that's the part that that's the part that the NFL is missing. You, like there can be no. You cannot solely give someone that much power to control what happens in the game. And that's what they're, that's what they're doing. They're giving officials 100% power to say, okay, this game is going to go this way or that way. And then it's up to the players to adjust to that. No, you made the rule books. We applied our game towards the rule books. The officials have to call the game towards the rule books. That's just like point blank period. The NFL has to clean up the officiating with penalizing them just like they penalize the players. They have to figure out a way to do it, and they have to give them consequences straight up. The only way you're going to clean it up to get better officiating is that's how you got to do it. I I mean, I keep hearing on TV, they keep saying, oh, 
Well, they got all the older veteran referees have retired, and then you got these newer young guys. Stop with the excuses. The NFL, the players, they got newer players, younger players. They go through their vets and then switch over and they become younger teams or older teams. And guess what? They still adjust to the league. I don't want to hear that's a bullshit excuse. Don't give me that. Because everybody else, so you're telling me the players got to adjust, but the referees can't because they're younger now? That is bullcrap. I'm not hearing that. Like, that's that's lies. I don't want to hear that. What I want to hear is we need to make adjustments with these referees to fix right. what they're doing. Don't get, right. don't paint me no lies and no pitches and all that bullcrap. Because that's, that's bullcrap. Because if that's the case, then why the younger players can adjust to the NFL, but the officials can't? I don't want to hear that. They need consequences, period. Figure it out. That's what they I hear need. you, man. I hear you. All right, so I want to move on to this defense on, on Thursday night, JB. I, I, man, you might feel different. I'm still disappointed in these, these guys. I'm, uh, it's getting to the point. It's starting to be a nuisance. And they got 10 days to figure this shit out. And I'm going to be honest with you, they are not the number two defense in the NFL. They're not. They're fraudulent a lot heavily. Because I'm going to be honest with you, the defense got lucky Joe Burrow got hurt. Joe Mixon was doing whatever he wanted. And it's becoming a problem. And the more that Joe Mixon was able to do what he wanted, if Joe Burrow was able to stay healthy, those receivers are going to start, they were going to start cooking. But Joe Burrow went down with an injury. Jake Brownie comes in, and you're able to pin your ears back on a younger Jake Brownie and create problems and put him in pressure situations where he mm-hmm. was not where he was not yeah. ready, ready for. But but that didn't happen out, out the gate though, because because uh, Brownie came right in throwing the ball, slinging the ball just like Joe Burrow did. Man, yeah, you're absolutely so. right, JB. And I'm and I'm saying this today. This shit is concerning because. We're getting to the point of the season, bro, where we're getting to it's about pecking orders. Where you gonna set yourself up? Are you gonna be able to get in position and playoff time? And the way you guys are playing, your guys playing like dog crap. I don't like it. Patrick Queen, you played two games in a row to me. Patrick Queen was ass. He was not good at all. The difference of Marlon I being on the field is so freaking obvious. And I don't understand what Mike McDonald thinks when he puts out there number twenty-three. I really when when you I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm and I'm gonna just keep it a buck. When you're asked, I don't call you by your name. I call you by your number, because at that you're not you don't deserve to be called by your name because you play like ass. So twenty-three, I know what your name is, but I ain't calling you by your name because you you ass. You look terrible out there. You make horrible plays when you get beat. It's obvious when you get beat. And then when you get beat and you start holding him and, and um try to grab the guy, then you want to look at the official like the official made a bad call. No, you are the problem. You look horrible. You got beat so bad, you hit the guy late and then go look at the official like it was the official problem. No, you got beat. You're you don't look good out there. I don't and I, for me, Mike McDonald, why do you why do you beat your head against the wall and put somebody out there like that? And then continue to keep putting them out there and continue to keep giving them chances. And he keep giving you the same results. At some point, you got to realize and say, listen, 
this guy's ass. I cannot use him. I got to use somebody else. Give somebody else another chance. I remember in the beginning of the year, they put Darby out there. Instead, Darby was playing great. Like, why is Darby not getting the reps and they're giving it to 23? I'm so confused by that because he is ass. I mean, they paid this guy money to be the second cornerback, and he can't even be the second cornerback. But you pay him, but you don't pay MP. Like, at least if you didn't pay MP, you know exactly what you're going to get, and he ain't going to be ass like that. Like, to me, that was just, man, this was horrible. Horrible by the front office and horrible by the goddamn going Mike McDonald. I don't understand what is going on with this defense right now, but you guys have went from playing great defense to becoming ass, and it ain't looking great. It's looking bad. Now, before I get too deep into this and, and let JB get into this, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to pay some bills, and we're going to come back, and we're going to get into the fact of how this defense is looking like ass. All right, guys. So we're back now, and I want to let JB give you his update and his feels about what this defense has looked like from week one to five to today. So, JB, let me know how you feel about this defense right now. So from – you said from week five or – I'm um, saying from, from one to five, this defense was lights to freak out, right? They was they was tearing mm-hmm. NFL up. Now, to from five to well, now, this is a different defense, bro, and yeah. it's not the same. So well, I just want your, your analysis of what you're seeing and what you believe is wrong with this defense mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think – there's several things, but I don't think. All right, so let me just start with this, right? I, I think um, those first few weeks, those first few games, I believe a lot of guys, um, a lot of teams weren't really running the ball um, that much or that well against the Raven defense. Um, the crazy part is, crazy thing about that is, um, you had, uh, I'm sorry, um, shoot, um, what, what, what's, what's my guy's name in the middle? Brandon? Who, Roquan? No, 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 on, on the D-line. Brandon oh, Williams, right? I mean, no, you got Michael Pierce. Yeah, yeah, Michael Pierce, Mike, Brandon Williams, Jesus. Um, yeah, Michael Pierce, like, he wasn't playing relatively well to beginning of the season. He's still in yeah, it's still lame, but it, it kind of seemed like now that he's had like a couple games, um, a couple good games, like I like I don't know if it's laxed in that middle. Um, but like yeah, they like that um the defensive the interior defensive line, uh they just not hold like they not holding their blocks, they're not getting off their blocks. Um and, and you saw it, like you like you saw mixing just basically having his way with that, you know, with those guys. Like, really, if it wasn't for um, my guy um, Kyle Hamilton coming down into the box, pause, um, like he usually does and, and play contain, you know, with um, Jadavion Clowney on the other side, um, you know, really, if it wasn't for his help, like, Joe Mixon would have, like, he probably would have ran for like 200 yards. I think he had, what, like 100, 
I think the 36 or something like that. But yeah, like he, like, like, he, and, and if Joe Burrow wouldn't have gotten injured, boy, like, boy, like, like who, yeah, it 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 would have been a lot different. So like I'm a, I'm gonna need my guys to tighten up. Like I, I think you know from now on I'm a, I'm calling Kyle. I'm I'm gonna call him Kyle Cramilton. Like shout out to Tony Baker, Tony Cramilton, because like he he's always in on the tackle. You know he's 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 always um like right there in the mix. You know along with um uh Dafe Owe who um who, who had a um. A, a decent game to David Yard Clowney on the Ivan who had a decent game. But yeah, it's it's those interior guys who just giving up uh <laughs> runs like every every week. You know, the um the, the week before that or the game before that was against um the, the Browns, like same thing. And it wasn't even Nick Chubb out there. Like it was it was no it, it was, was other guys. Story. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Right, it was other guys. So I, I, I need for those. I need for my defense line to tighten up. Um, what I, what I did like, I did like. I seen glimpses, glimpses of um, a, a, a three safety set where Kyle, Kyle Hamilton, Kyle Cramilton, uh, you know, came. You know, he, he, he showed blitz, but then he'll back out of it. But he you was backing up. Real quick, JB. They're yeah. taking Gino off the field. You know his snaps yeah. are way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I don't they, like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, and I don't know if it was just for the Bengals game, but you know that's something that you 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 can't have. You know, because you 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 taking the guy and his energy um off the field. Um, I, I did see um, Millette, You know, in a lot more. Um. He he was in on second and third downs. Like I guess it was because of the packages that the the Bengals was was running. Um, but yeah, like I I I would like to see Geno's tone on uh, on the field. Now, I, now they had Marcus Williams playing a lot more, uh, which was probably the reason why we didn't see Geno Stone. Um, as as we was, um, but yeah, P, I'm 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 with you, man. Like, it, I if 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 I'm the orc, I, I think I'm I'm shutting Marcus Williams down at least to playoff time. And, like, and, 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 and I'm and I'm gonna put it like this. Okay, listen. If you wanna if you wanna play Marcus, I get it because you 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 invested a lot of money into Marcus, right? I I understand, I understand. You know, what I mean, you invested money in the guy, so you gotta play the guy. And the owner's like, hey, listen, I ain't paying no guy that's on the bench. Okay, fine. You invested this money into Marcus, right? You can play Marcus and Geno Stone as your two deep safeties, and drop Kyle Hamilton as your extra linebacker. Right. Right. You can it, it can essentially be become like your four three, honestly. And Kyle would be your third linebacker. It's okay. He could cover. He could play linebacker. He could do it all. He's your Joker guy. But you could keep Geno with Marcus on the back end because they are talented enough to make great plays on the back end of the football field for you. Their ball skills are 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 great. So you want two good guys on the back end with ball skills. I'm okay with that. But that's the thing about Mike McDonald. You got to get creative with that. I feel like his creativity has went out the window because Marcus is back. No. I literally can see that I'm, hey, if me, I'm putting Gino and I'm putting Mark on the back end 
and I know on the back end, I should not get beat over top for nothing. I got two safeties back there that ball hawk skill ability, and they got great hands, and there's no reason why I should get beat over top. And I got Kyle. I can use Kyle in my slot. I can make him cover a tight end. Anyway. I can put move him everywhere. Like, how are we not doing this, JB? What's up? The only thing I can think of is maybe, like, they 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 reserving their energy <laughs> And I don't know for like for towards the end of the season playoff push, I don't know. But even still, like you said, it's you like saying Kyle down there in the box because he making tackles, he making plays. He's that good enough where he can do that. He might be able that good enough to help up this run game because the run defense stinks. Yes, that's what I said. That's what I said. It's horrible, man. Like it's it's I ain't gonna hold you. It's hard to watch. Like, you guys are giving up five to six yards. I mean, Joe Mixon was doing whatever he wanted. Whatever he wanted. Whatever he wanted. It should not be like this. And Roquan and PQ, what's up? Come on. You're the best two linebackers in the NFL. That's what you say. How is, Mark, how is this guy? Joe Mixon always, a, he's a terrorist. He's tearing you yeah. up. Well, well I, I, mean, it, I mean, and those two guys did deserve blame as well. But it's kind of. As a linebacker, particularly a middle linebacker, inside linebacker, it's kind of hard to 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 get after a guy when your your um your front guys are not getting um any push up the middle. Like that's that's what they rely on. Like they 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 rely on those guys to um to take on the linemen and then the um the fullback or or whoever to so so they can scrape across the field and get to the um get to the sidelines to tackle Joe Mixon or or um or up the middle. So so that's that's what it is. Like that that goes hand in hand. Like them not getting a defensive push up the middle um without defensive linemen that you know it, it's it's able it's not um putting Pat and Roquan in the right position to make the plays that they need to play, make. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, JB. They got 10 days to figure this shit out because I'm hot. I'm running real hot with this defense. Because <laughs> I'm, be, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious, bro. Bro, they look like frauds. They came out like gangbusters, and now they look like frauds. I so, mean, they just look like, what's up? Like, what? okay, yeah. we played the Cleveland Browns, and Lamar gave you 31. I, I agree. Lamar gave up a, a pick six, which, I mean, I can say it was on him, and I can say it was just a great play by the defense, but he still put up 31 points, and you guys gave up 33. Like, what's up? I'm I'm concerned about this defense because so, yeah. we get into a point of the season, JB, we got the 49ers, Jacksonville, we got Chargers this week. Like, these teams can put up some points. Yeah, you got like, a lot what's up? Yeah, he, he so gotta figure it out. Yeah, right so now. here's my analysis. I think because we are who we are, um, and 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 I mean you and I, um, we we come from an era like our eyes and our brain. We are functioning off of um, 80s and 90s football, right? To to where um, I think we tend to hold defenses, particularly our defense, to a higher standard. 
right? And I, I just think right now in the NFL, every single team, all 32 teams have trash defenses in some way. It's just, it's just, uh, it's just some defenses know how to key in on certain aspects of the game. Um, and, and I think that's it. Like, I, I don't, I don't think anybody, I don't think any team in the league, not even the, uh, the sacred, um, newly crowned dogs of the AFC North, the Cleveland Browns have really a great, like, they don't really have a great defense. They have a great defensive player. Bro, but when uh, their defense ready to clamp you down, they can clamp you down. Like, bro, they're good at that. Like, I watched them yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. They can yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, guess I, what? Yeah. When they played us last Sunday, when they needed to clamp the Ravens offense, they did they that. Did it. They, they did. did. Oh, but hold on, hold on. Who did that? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett did that. Right. I was I was having a conversation with somebody earlier today. Is I I, I believe that Miles Garrett should should be in the running for MVP. So he uh, he quickly corrected me. He's like, you mean defensive player? He said, no, no, no. MVP, like if you take, if you take, um, like who, like whoever you considering MVP right now. So if if you talking, um, Jalen Hurts, if you take Jalen Hurts off of Philly's offense, they done, right? If you take Pat Mahomes off of Kansas City's offense, they're done. Same thing with Lamar. If you take Lamar off of the Ravens' offense, they're Pretty much done, even though Tyler Huntley is kind of a couple of notches below um, Lamar, but it's another conversation for another time. But if you take Miles Garrett off of Cleveland's defense, not only is the defense are going to be done, but the offense, even with a healthy Deshaun Watson, would have been trash. Trash, because they, Cleveland Browns are so dependent on that one guy. He makes everything function so i i mean i so i me I, I would just put it i would put his name in there for mvp not just defensive player of the year because he's because he's, he's gonna get that in a landslide right yeah, he, he's definitely yeah. defensive mvp of the year he, I mean, he's, yeah. he already won that that's that's, that's, that's what i'm saying yeah yeah that's a landslide but he needs to be considered as the league's mvp he does he's that valuable yeah. I, I mean, I I just think I this defense got to play better, JB, because in the playoffs you don't have room for error of what they going through right now. That's why I said these ten days they got to figure this shit out. I don't care what they do. And to be honest with you, I would have took the fact that okay, third Friday, Saturday we off, we resting or whatever, we get the two days of rest. If I'm Roquan, I'm getting the whole defense together on a Sunday. Okay, we watch. You know, you ain't gonna do nothing but sit back and watch football on Sunday, and we and we watching film. We watching film on ourselves and our mistakes, because I'm gonna be honest with you. You the leader of this defense. If, if it was Ray Lewis, he would be calling these guys out. Like, listen, bro, we got to fix this. We cannot continue to play like this and think that we're gonna win games. Right. Because if we if if we don't play better, we gonna have situations like this Cleveland game. Whereas though our office is giving us 20 to 30 points, guys, we got to get it to the point where we're only giving up 10 to 17 points. We got to play better. And if I'm Roquan, I got the guys over there and we watching the film and looking at our mistakes and we got to clean this shit up. 
we got to work this out and get this corrected because this defense has to play 110% better. Them big boys up front, you got to get off your blocks. You got to push the power back and get off your blocks. We can no longer sit here and get keep getting beat up in the front of this defense and let teams run on us like that. Because all that's going to do is, is every team is going to do the same. Listen, this is a copycat league. When one team do it, the next team going to do it. And the next team going to do it, and they're going to continue to do it. You know what? They ain't going to stop until you stop it. So right, right now, the Cleveland Browns did it to you. And what they what happened? Cincinnati came back and did it to you because they saw what Cleveland did. And they did the same thing. And you guys still ain't fixed it yet. So what do you think the Chargers are going to do on Sunday night? They're going to try to do the same thing. Like, right. you guys got to fix this and clean it up because the defense looks horrible. Right. Horrible. Now, I, yeah, I, I, I will say this, and then maybe we can move on to the offense. Because um, it's funny that you mentioned Ray Lewis. Like, Ray Lewis um, just spoke on um, Roquan and his football IQ. And, you know, he, he basically said that he that Roquan is the leader that the Ravens need. And I, and I agree. Um, I, I think right now with the, the guys that we have on that side of the ball, I think a lot of those guys may be reluctant um, to lock in with him um, uh, as, you know, as, the, as their leader. And, and, and again, you got to remember Roquan has only been here for one calendar year or a little over. Right. So he's, 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 he's still learning still learning. You got to learn the org and, you know, what guys want and what guys don't want. Like, like P, you know, as a captain of the defense or the captain of the offense, like it's, 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 you know, it's, it's a certain spark of energy that you have to have where you, you might have to get in um, somebody's ass pause, right? Because they not performing um, to their best ability. Right. But I, I, I think like right now, like and, and I don't know if it's if it's if it's a league wide thing, but it's it's a lot of soft guys on on, on our defense on on a, on a lot of teams defense where like they and when I say soft, I mean like they, they can't take criticism on what they can. Like if somebody telling you that you if one of your teammates telling you that you're doing wrong, <laughs> a lot of guys don't want to hear that. And what you see a lot of times on the sideline is just guys going at it, and it's like, well, if he's saying some truth, why are you going at it? You know what I mean? Like, why are you going back and forth? So, like, I, I think I think Roquan has that ability, and I, and I just think that he's just waiting for for guys to understand that he's the leader, and they need to you know fall so, in so, line and follow so him. Tell me why you're not addressing twenty three? Because we you ain't said nothing about twenty three yet. What's up? Who me? Yeah. Or, or Roquan? You. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like it was, I mean, it was, JB, I mean, you play, you play corner safety. Like, what's that with twenty three, man? Yeah, I, I, man, I, I agree with you. Like, you know, and I was actually there at the game, and I was watching, and it was just like, I, like, I don't know, like, it, 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 it I, I felt like he, he kept, like, just tripping on himself. Like, it was just like one bad play after another, after another, and he just never got to the point mentally where, like, he could make those corrections. And again, like you said, they they paying them all this money. I don't know. I don't know. Like I I, w- I would love to see other guys, you know, um, taking his snaps, taking his reps, um, and, and and just save them, save them for the end of the season. Like I I don't know. I say don't put <laughs> don't his know, ass man. back on the don't put his ass back on the field. 
I just I don't want Ooh. bro. He get beat so bad. He was the reason why we gave up the uh the the touchdown to Brownie and him. Yeah, when yeah. Brownie and them came out, like he yeah. get beat bad. I can't watch him out there no more. And Marlon, listen, when Marlon go down, the, the scary hours come out. The scary yeah. hours come out because yeah. when Marlon go down, the secondary don't look the same. It don't. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest with you. Everybody keeps saying Brandon Stevens, Brandon Stevens looking good. I'm be honest with you. I and I'm not down to Brandon Stevens, but I'm telling you right now, if you play close attention, Brandon Stevens ain't getting targeted anymore because they chasing 23. Yeah, yeah, that's, about it. that's who it is. That's who it is. Yeah. So you keep saying Brandon Stevens look good, but what they do, what happens is when 23 out there and Marlon not out there no more, they not attacking Brandon Stevens no more. They're attacking 23. So it makes it seem like Brandon Stevens is doing a hell of a job. And I'm not saying Brandon Stevens is not doing a great job, but I'm just saying the numbers are a little skewed because 23 being attacked more and Marlon and um Brandon Stevens not getting hit up like that. So that's the difference. Because yeah. if Marlon yeah, is out there, they will attack Brandon Stevens more. You know what I'm saying? But when 23 on that field, I'm going to hit hundred, I'm going to him a hundred times because I know he just can't cover. Yeah. He cannot cover. Yeah. Yeah. So, another reason why you need Geno's phone on there, but yeah, let's, yeah. let's, let's that's yeah. that Mike Madonna to figure that shit out. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and hit this off. But yeah. offensively, I had concerns too. So go ahead. my concerns offensively with JB was first drive, we looked like gun guns are blazing. Mm. They they look sharp. Mm. Mark is hurt. The offense starts to stall out a little bit for me. It took a little while for them to get their their bearings together when Mark went out. To me, yeah, I feel emotionally, like, yeah. For me, I feel like eh, it kind of could have been emotionally, but the way the offense was moving, even with Mark out without there, you guys should have still been able to be able to look better on offense. The offense line, you struggled. You struggled a lot, and I felt like I don't understand why we struggled because Trey Henderson, he was not fully healthy, and he still got sacks. He still beat. Patrick McCarry. That was yeah, but that was that was that was early on in the game. Yep. And you know, um, McCarry kind of got it together um, after that. Like I, I think he only had um, those two to- those those two tackles for for the sacks. Like like yep. that was it. Like after that, they did put a clamp on him. I will say that. I still feel like Todd is bullshit with Keaton Mitchell again. I feel like. Okay, yeah, he got a couple more carries. But at the same time, too, like, John, you let the cat out of the bag when you said we were going to get Keaton the ball more. Like, it, it it was already a problem for me because you already looked stupid when you said it. And then it was like it should already happen. So, like, of course, Cincinnati was expecting it because you already let the cat out of the bag. So you came in, you sit here, and you say you want to disguise yourself, but you really didn't. You exposed yourself when you came out early in the week and said you was going to run Keaton more. So, like, Cincinnati already seen that shit coming, but like to me, that shit should already been happening. But I mean, that's another flaw in your cap that I don't like about you. But it is what it is at that point. I feel like Todd Todd has a problem with making adjustments when players get hurt, and I noticed that it. it okay, so it happened the first time it happened. JB, it happened when J.K. Dobbins was hurt. When J.K. Dobbins got hurt, it took. It, it was hard for him to adjust 
And I'm thinking to myself, bro, you still got other running backs. Run them. Like, okay, Gus might not be JK, but guess what? Gus is a good-ass back. He's still good. And when you gave him the ball, he was killing. He he ate. When you gave him the ball. So it's like, Todd, when somebody get hurt, you fail to adjust. Okay, Mark Andrews got hurt. Guess what? You still got a bunch of receivers. Get them the ball. Like, adjust. Okay. He, I, can't he, run, he did. I can't run my tight end sets, right? Let me adjust. Mm-hmm. Like, it took him a little while to adjust to figure that out. I feel like he's that's his little problem right there because I've seen it yeah. with JK and now I've seen it with Mark. Like, yeah. okay, cut well, time. We still got to adjust, buddy. Sorry. They got yeah. hurt. It's a part of the NFL. Adjust. Mm. Well, so what I what I did see a lot Thursday night, I, I did see Lamar changing the plays up a lot. So I don't I don't know if it was based on him just reading the defense or him not trusting the the, the plays that were coming in from from Moncton. But like when, when think, Lamar I was, was I think it was yeah. him not trusting those plays that Moncton yeah. was calling. Yeah, but Lamar definitely switched up. Um, a lot, like he he changed the play up a lot. Now, a couple times it kind of it kind of came back to bite him in the butt, but uh, yeah, like he he was Lamar was doing well out there. Like he like he like he really was. Yeah, I just think that I get it. Like Mark Mark going down, it hurts. I get it, but you still got you still got Beckham. Which I'm I'm worried about Odell Beckham because the shoulder injury. I don't know how severe that is. They said that it's not bad, but we won't know until we won't know until they start practicing. We won't know until because I don't know if he's gonna play this. Which, is, to, wait, which is tomorrow? Which is tomorrow? Do they practice on Tuesday or Wednesday? It's Wednesday. So I don't know. I don't know about Odell Beckham this week. I don't know if he if he plays. I don't know. We are gonna see. He says not. Him and Harbaugh says it's not severe as what it is. Um. So we are gonna see. Where we are with Odell, but even still, you got Odell, you got Bateman, you got Zay Flowers, you got Nelson Aguilar. You have other yeah, guys man. that you yeah. can get involved in the offense. Mark is not the entire offense. That's right. I can see if it was a Kansas City situation where Travis Kelsey is probably Travis about, Kelsey, is about it? 80 90 percent of your offense. So right. then you're like, Which, okay, what, what I'm gonna do now? But right, you ain't the Ravens ain't that, right? The Ravens ain't that. Yeah, like the national media tried to say the same thing. Well, Mark Andrews going down is the same as if Travis Kelsey went down to Kansas City. I said, no, no, because we we got weapons and we got to use them, and and that's exactly what Lamar and Moncton did. Like they like they went through and they they got everybody involved. But like I said, I go back to Isaiah Likely, and I, I know you was hard on him, P, but like he. Like he, he he looked to me, he looked like he was out there having fun. You, you, you know what I mean? Like the the um He got too many drop the, balls, JB. He gotta catch yeah, the football. Yeah, well, so like but you gotta think this, because you know, I play tight end too. Um it's it, it gotta switch. Like the the the, the mold in your brain has to switch. Like you like you you can't always go from um a, a majority blocking tight end to uh, now you are the majority catching tight end. Like it, it is it, two different mentalities, right? So, and, and I, I definitely think that he's built for it. But if if you look at a lot of those plays that he was blocking, like he was blocking for um, 
for your boy, like like downfield a, a lot, like a lot, like I didn't a lot, that, like he. I think ahead. that in his in his, and I get what you're saying, but I think in his mindset, okay, like I mean, bro, like you you understand what I'm saying? In his mindset, when Mark went down, okay, I I feel terrible, right? I, I'm I'm hurt that my that my guy gone down because he's a leader in my room. He's the lead tight end guy in my room, right? So that's this is my initial mindset. So if I, this is how I am if I'm in Isaiah shoes, right? Like, dang, Mark, I hurt. Like, I feel bad, you know what I mean? Because that's my guy, you know what I mean? Like, Mark's been helping me become a, a better tight end in this league. So I feel real bad for Mark, right? But in but the same breath, but in the same breath, I got to step up now. Yeah, now it's my turn. Saying, in my mind, I'm not saying that I got to be Mark, but I, what I'm saying is my abilities of who I am and I know who I am as a tight end, and I know the skill talent that I am have to come out now. So, yeah, I got to be just as aggressive as how Mark is down the field, and I have to be more – I have to take this game on and be more of a better player out here, this guy. And I got to my, my, I gotta raise my, the level of my game up. I got to. Because I got to be that much better for my team to be successful because I know that teams were keen on Mark so much that – they respected him so much in that in our offense that that was a problem. So now I have right. to be able to raise my talent level now to be able to still stress the defense to think about the tight end position right. in this offense. Well, you know what I mean? Well, so I think well, that no. it's a mindset thing for him now that he has yeah. to become that. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't think um, he's going to – he he's, he doesn't have to be the focal point of the offense. No, he no, doesn't no. have to be – I don't be, want him to be that. No, yeah, yeah, hold on, let me hear me, because, yeah, because it was just so many national guys saying, well, uh, Lamar doesn't have that um, that that security blanket anymore. I hate the national no. media. I yeah, hate I know, I know. So, but, like, no, he does not have the national media, but now that is going to force Lamar Jackson to look at other guys in that receiving court. Yes. So I, I, I fully expect um, if um, OBJ is healthy, I fully expect him to um, to, to get – more action. It's and you know right, what? So, and, and right I now, mean, I would like Isaiah Likely just to be where he was last year with Mark right now. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how I was just hitting that. Because yeah. I was saying, like, because right right now, Zay is going to be the man. Defenses are, are now going to target him. They're going to double team him because they can know because Mark Andrews is not there to tight end. So, I mean, to, um, to double team, which now is going to open up. Um, Pat Ricard out the backfield is going to open up Isaiah Likely um, uh, and OBJ. And and I'm surprised you ain't talking about your boy yet. Yeah, I mean, your boy getting his first touchdown. You know what I mean? I mean, you ain't talk about it. I mean, he did, he did his job. <laughs> what yeah. you want me to say? <laughs> he did his job. Like, he did what you're supposed to do. I mean, we've been asking you to do this for how long now? Like, I'm going to be honest with you, Jake. He ain't done that spectacular for me to talk about him, JB. Like, you gotta nah, do something. Like, I'm be honest with you. You had old, you had old man Beckham out there going crazy, and you wasn't. Beckham went crazy. He had four catches for 116 yards. Right. Like he went crazy. So like that should be you, uh, Bateman. That shouldn't be Odell. That should be you. You should be the one going crazy out there like that. You got the ability to be just as good. But you, I, you lack. He lacks something. He's lacking. Yeah, yeah I don't know what it is. He is but, lacking. Like when yeah. I look at him, 
if you if you go back and watch if you go back and watch tape right and it because it's, it's it's stuff out here that they, it's easy they put it out here for you they show you the routes that he runs against corners he's beating the dog shit out of them he's beating them but his he's lacking something because yeah. he has the ability to be good but he's he, well, I don't know I, I don't know yeah well I I I think I think the connection between him and Lamar, I, I think that is the, the piece that needs to be worked on the most. Like if, if you looked at um, Lamar's interviews after Mark Andrews went down and, you know, Lamar was visibly hurt. Like he, like he was hurt um, saying that like, that's I, that was that's the that's guy. Right. He said <laughs> like, basically like he was the, um, the, the jelly, I mean, the peanut butter to his jelly, you know, like all that, all that good stuff. So, Bro, that's like, like that's I said, like, that's like Travis, Lee, that's like Pat losing Travis. Yeah, that's how, but, that's how deep that connection right, is. Right, I get that, but now, now it's gonna force Lamar to work on his rapport with the other receivers, and I think it starts, it starts with um, to, with your boy, like he's escaping my name right now. But you know what's crazy, JB? Last year, Lamar and Bateman had a connection, and I don't know what happened. Because remember, last year, Jets game, he beat him for a deep touchdown. The Miami game, he got him on a crossing route, and Bate had—I mean, Bate had good—he had those two good those games. They had a connection, yeah. and then when Bate got hurt last year, they ain't been connected since then. Yeah, yeah, and then and then Lamar got hurt, but I I think. I think um, it's, it's going to take some time. Like so, for me, because everybody's talking, about, well, I don't it know about take, the Ravens now. Hey, I don't know about the Ravens. Hold on, that that time word you using, JB? Stop! It can't take no more. They ain't got no time. No, no, I, I, no I feel time. you. I, yeah, they ain't got no more time. But, but what I'm saying is, right, moving forward, these next three, four, five, what six weeks we got left, right? Who we who we got the next three games? Chargers? We got the we got the Chargers. Uh huh. Who who's who's next? I don't have it in front of me. Hold on, I can pull it up. Go ahead. You keep going. Uh, I'm pull it up. You keep going. I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah. All right. So yeah, while you're doing that, I'm saying this is gonna be as a as a Ravens fan, this is gonna be time to enjoy because you're gonna see Lamar start to the you know what I mean start to um progress past a a, a um a half season Lamar. You know, like this is usually the time and I'm gonna knock on some motherfucking wood that L- Lamar usually goes down with an injury. Like but he's he's been playing poise, he's been playing safe and offensive line has been blocking so so right. This is it. Like this is when you wanna see all your guys hit their stride. Lamar still overthrew um, a couple deep balls. He 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 corrected it the uh, second half. Um, like I said, with, with the touchdown to um, well, the touchdown to Bateman was a little a Lamar scramble play, um, scramble to the left, and then he uh, he came back and I believe Bateman um, double backed on double back on the route because it was supposed to be a corner route, and he double back. And Lamar found him, but like, yeah, like I, I think this is where um, all all our top notch guys are gonna start hitting a stride. Why? Because you no longer have Mark Andrews, which is Lamar Jackson's security blanket. Which, like, you already know whether you as a Ravens fan or not, you already know the first three plays of the game. 
it was either going to Zay or Mark Andrews, and, and that's exactly what has been happening all season. Now you get to see how dynamic and explosive this offensive um, <clears throat> our offensive weapons should be. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for the next few weeks. Go I'm ahead. Look at, I'm looking at this schedule, JB, and when I say they ain't got time, I, I, I'm staying corrected. They ain't got time. They got they got to figure this shit out on the fly. And this is right. the reason why. You got charges this week, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jacksonville. I mean, charges. You could charges could be scary, or they could, or they could just be they could they could lay they could lay down. I don't like, believe it. So go ahead. You know, their coach is the problem. Then you got the Rams coming into Baltimore. Rams. I think that's a revenge game for Odell Beckham. Um, and, and I think. I, I think you can beat the Rams, but their defense is playing solid. But this is where this is where it get it get Dolphins. Dolphins. After the Rams, you go to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I think that's a Sunday night game. Because mm-hmm. it says eight twenty. I don't. I I don't. It says December seventeenth. I don't know if the seventeenth is a Sunday or Monday. But you got. I know, I know we got a Monday Monday night game in there somewhere. Okay, so you got Jacksonville on a night game. Then you turn around and you go to Levi and play the 49ers on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Then you come back home and you play Miami. Yeah. And then you end Ended with, out with, with Pittsburgh, right? So, right? so you got Jacksonville and the 49ers on the road. Two teams. That's tough. Now, this is why it's crucial in the schedule part right here, right? So right now the Ravens are the second seed, right? Right behind them is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. If you lose to the Jaguars, you lose the second seed. Yeah, they, they jump over you. Right now, now hold, so, on. hold on. Like, the the Miami game like, is crucial too. Ahead, ahead. The Miami yeah. game is crucial too because guess because. what? Miami is the three seed. Mm-hmm. If you lose to Miami, you drop they down to the four over. seed. Yeah. And guess what? That all depends on what the Cleveland Browns do too now because if you lose and the Cleveland Brown wins, then they just jump you and they just take your spot. And you just drop even further. So right. the Jaguars game and the Miami game are crucial because they're AFC games, and that's what's going to detect where you seed out at. So I'm going to be honest with you. They don't have time, like I said, for none of that. They have no time. Right. They got to figure right. this out today. Right. Yeah, today. I, I agree with you. Now, let me, let me, let me back it up while you're talking about – um, the different teams and what it means. Kansas City play the Eagles tonight, right? Uh, they play, I think they play right now, right? Yeah. So, well, I, I think it's great to get started, yeah. Okay. Um, but um, if Kansas City drops this game tonight, which I totally expect them to do, right, for a brief moment, for a brief moment, the Ravens will be that number one team. That's correct. Right? Yeah. So if that happens, we got to come out with that mentality of we're not going to lose this number one seed. So if, 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 if I'm a Raven, offensively, defensively, special team, backup, third stringer, my, my focus is when lose a draw tonight with Kansas City, my focus is I'm going to keep doing what I do best until the end of the season. If at the end of the season, 
we um, obtain and maintain the number one seed, great. But we cannot let the Cleveland Browns drop us down um, into uh, a, a wild card seat. We cannot let the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Miami Dolphins jump over us to get that number two seat. So from here on out, like I said, all those dogs, they got to wake up. All the weapons that you claim you have on offense, um, Lamar Jackson, get those guys involved. Like, I don't want to hear any more excuses. Oh, yeah, I should have stepped up in the pocket. You got to make those passes, Lamar. And you, and you do it beautifully when you on the run. Um, so you, you got to do it when you are in the pocket. Like, I don't know if there's a mental block there um, where he, you know, he might be thinking about getting injured um, in the pocket. Like, I don't know what it is, but you, you got to now make that connection. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. After this, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. People probably going to start calling me a nasty fan because I'm going to be honest with you. Ain't no excuses at this moment. You got these last couple games, ain't no excuses. I ain't trying to hear... Oh, if ands, buts, uh, I'm sorry, I should have did better player. I ain't trying to hear none of that shit no more. We in the crucial part of the schedule. You either win or you go home. What you want to do? That's where I'm at with these guys right now. They and and the remaining part of the schedule, what I just read off, JB. They can lose one game. That's it. And honestly, they need to win them all. But I'm just saying to give them some flexibility. Your flexibility is. One game. Other than that, you can't lose nothing else. I to wouldn't me, even give they them need that. to win them all. Yeah, I, win out. That's the yeah. That's and the mindset. That's win out. I'm just saying, if you do lose one, you only can lose one. You can't lose no more after that. And and guess what? If they do lose one, they gotta lose it to one of them NFC teams. They can't lose it to AFC teams. So it's either you lose to the Rams or you lose to the 49ers. But you 49. can't lose to none of them AFC teams. AFC teams are off limits. You have to win all of them. You got to beat Miami. You got to beat Jacksonville. You got to beat Pittsburgh. You got to beat them all. You cannot lose to not one of them. If you lose to one of them, you, it's, yeah, you're in crucial moments. It's, you're hurt. You can't lose. You have you have no flexibility. That's what I'm saying. So, like, think about those losses that you had early season. That Coast game, that Cleveland game, and that Steelers game. It's biting you right now because you don't have no flexibility. You have none, so you got to win these games. That's it. I don't. I don't want hear no more excuses. I don't want to hear. Oh, well, yeah, I got to work on deep ball. Oh, we ain't play well as a defense. I, I'm not hearing none of that no more. I'm tired of hearing that. We in the heart of the schedule is though. It's either win or go home. You either won it or you don't. No more excuses. We're done with those. We're past excuses. We're too deep in the season to have excuses at this moment. It's over with. Win or go home. You right. That's, that's, that's finally it. You know what I'm saying? All that other stuff is it, I don't want to hear. It. It's no more, bro. We we're we're to the point where so I'm gonna be honest with JB. We in playoff football mode right now. Every game is so important right now. This is playoff football right now because this is going to dictate to where, like you said, your seating. Mm-hmm. This is these are, this, these games are so crucial right now. Huge. You got to win them. Got to win them. So. I feel like tonight we got to close this out. We've been going for like an hour, 20 minutes. Uh, so much more that we can get into, but we got to get into the charges come Wednesday. We got to see these injury reports come out. We got to see what's going on with the team. I feel like we covered a lot of stuff tonight, JB. I feel like we was able to 
really talk about the concerns that we have about this team, even though we got the win. We you know we, we always say we came out with the win and the victory, but it's a good thing, JB, that we never feel comfortable with just that win because we know right. that Can't there's so much more improvement that this team can do. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I, 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 I'm I so happy that we're on the same page about the things and the areas of which this team got improving. Like, we we seen it. You know what I'm saying? And, we, and we're talking about it because we know that they can do better. So uh, we're going to end the show out tonight, guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, we voiced our opinion, our concerns. I'm pretty sure that you guys got some same opinions and concerns. But I hope this team understands the position that they're in right now. So this is when to go home for me right now. So with that being said, we're going to end out tonight, guys. Hope you enjoyed. Peace out. Uh-huh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Holla. 